maybe you've heard about quantum leaping. It's basically when you jump from one reality into another one. When you raise your frequency and you create a space of surrender into like super deep present moments, then anything is possible. Like that's the container and the energy that you want to, to really hone into that magic of being in the moment and being in that space of, you know, when you're super present, that's when all the presents come, right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to A Light in the Universe. This is a podcast where we explore love from a spiritual perspective. So everything from the darkest, shadowy selves to like exalted, divine love. Everything in between. So um, yeah, I'm really excited to learn more about love from your perspective and how it feels for you. We have Sasha Kastrin here today and she is an energy worker, a theta healer, a Reiki master. She is, in my opinion, and this is an acknowledgement for you, Sasha, a community hub and someone who just connects people and sees the need and fills it. Um, so yeah, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. My first question for you is, I believe we're all made for love, that we all deserve it, if that even is a thing, that we are just, it's just in our design. Um, in what ways do you think that you're made for love or the people that you see in your lives are made for love? Your lives, your lives. <laughs> you probably do believe in multiple lives. <laughs> oh, definitely I do. <laughs> Uh, it's all good but uh yeah like I feel for one I feel I'm so strongly involved in connection work and what that means for people and how we can come into deeper and further connection and so love is a, a huge piece of that right and there's different mm -hmm. kinds of love there's so many different kinds and that's like a huge vast like expansive um, universe of how this connection and interweaving of every relationship that we have in our life like come together and I feel that uh, it's really just at our core right like we as humans are here on this planet to have these connections with others and so uh, that divine you know, relationship that brings lovers together is, is what we're, I feel we're, we're just made for it. Right. And so mm -hmm. I feel there's things that sometimes get us get, get in the way of us from receiving that love. And so, you know, really, I think it's that process of um, coming into, you know, relationship with the self, uh, in order to really be met in that relationship. And so you can have those divine unions in your life and really, uh, grow from those and just cherish each other. Cause that's what, you know, that's what humans do is we're here to grow. We're here to learn. We're here to play and experiment and, you know, and just be in this massive playground of vast, possibility. Mm, I love that. You said something that really struck me, which is that there's things that just get in the way, whether it's an energetic block or a physical block from us experiencing love. What do you see in your clients or what have you seen in yourself that has been a block? Totally. Uh, 
anything that has created fear in our life that we have experienced and it could be past lives, whatever, so much that we carry in the present that might not even be ours as well. Uh, and it's all entangled into what we bring in our belief systems. And so whether it's that, you know, we had an abusive father or we were killed in a past, murdered in a past life, whatever it is that we bring and we carry into this world in this present moment is in our subconscious. It's, it's lurking in the subconscious as well as in our bodies in some place, right? We store all that in our bodies as well. And so, uh, yeah, anything can show up that can prevent us from being in, in greater ease and greater receptivity of love. And, you know, fear of intimacy is something that I've personally am still currently working through, like, uh, in order to meet my my partner that I'm with now, we had to do like this epic, mega, crazy growth dance to meet each other. And like we met each other in a not so perfect moment. Like we met each other, you know, I, and it's funny as an empath and intuitive, it's like, well, of course we met each other too soon. Like, you know, we were, <laughs> they were there. I was so. going to ask you, are you like walking around in the grocery store and picking up like, oh, that guy was killed in a past life. That guy has an abusive father, this girl, you know, no. <laughs> are you that sensitive or do you have boundaries that protect you from that? No, I, I could do stuff like that if I really wanted to, but I don't feel it's in integrity with who <laughs> I am. And I mean, it, probably a few years ago when I, my energy body was more open to all of that, uh, because I was still learning how to have those boundaries. I was definitely picking up a lot more stuff. And now I, I, I've come into um, just greater, greater ease and care of myself yeah. so I can really create that space that's needed so I can walk around and be a normal human. Otherwise, that shit would be super hard. So <laughs> I've gone through a lot to get here, though. So I couldn't oh. go to concerts for a long time. It was too much. Yeah. So, yeah. I definitely still get, um, I don't prefer to be in large groups of people for that reason, but I want to go back to you and your partner. So you said you met too soon. What was that like as the empath sensitive being that you are? So I, I knew like right away, it was funny because I met him at a concert of all places <laughs> and I hadn't been out in a long time. And so I was actually like super sensitive I'd been doing a lot of tantric practices and really just like a lot of energetic opening practices. And so when I went out to this concert with my girlfriend, uh, I was in like a really vulnerable space for me um, to be in public in that space. And so when, when I saw him, I retracted a bit. Uh, because I was just, I was so vulnerable. I was so open and I wasn't, I wasn't in a place of, of being met in that space, even though his energy met mine and I mm. could feel him in the room. And so it was, wow. it was really intense. And I, and I actually pushed him away the first time I saw him and cause he came towards us 
<laughs> and I was like, like oh crap. <laughs> and so it was this, it was this weird, like, just like kind of like, I like created this boundary. And so like we did this dance and you know, he noticed that I was creating this boundary. And so he wandered away. And uh, two days later, I'm sitting outside of an ecstatic dance and I'm in my car on my phone, like doing some kind of promoting for an event or something. And I wasn't sure if I was feeling it. I was like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know if I really want to go in. And, but I waited like another 10 minutes or so. And then I just felt that I was like, well, I need to at least give it, you know, give it a shot. Like I need to go in just, just to check it out, just to see. And, uh, and as I'm walking in, I get to the line and he's right in front of me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and so, and, and of course he, I don't think he remembered me or he wasn't even looking in my direction. Like I just saw him again. He didn't see me. And then I ended up going in I was like okay this seems like I'm supposed to be here like this guy's here uh and then we ended up like just doing our own things and dancing for a long time and then at one point or another he broke off from from the dance space and I ended up I don't know if I was I wasn't following him I promise no <laughs> maybe just a little bit but I but I went off into the side uh, and it looked like he was getting ready to leave or something. And I just looked over and we started having a, a short conversation. And I was like, oh, you were at the show the other night. I remember seeing you. And, you know, anyways, like we just, we had a couple exchanges and then uh, we ended up giving each other our phone numbers and he had to go. And within like three hours, he sent me some messages and then we just continued talking and ended up uh, hanging out the following day. And we ended up hanging out for like two weeks straight at that point. So, oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Um, but you know, still, a couple oh, sorry, go ahead. But still, in that process, there were still a lot of like, like, yeah, that did happen. Like, we made the connection. But there was a lot that uh, that had to unfold over the following months to really get us to like connect. And I feel like even even to this day, like we're what are we? I don't know. I think we met uh, going on ten months ago now, and oh and it was it's still it, it it took us a long time to get as close as we are. So uh, so there was a lot that had to be. Um, that had to move through both of us to really get to this space. And I feel like it's still, it's still in process, but I mean, he was going through a breakup when I met him. And so he wasn't fully available. I had my fears of intimacy coming up. And so we both like had to do all of that navigating. And so, yeah, it was intense and I'm an avoidant. So <laughs> attachment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so, so cool to know. Yeah. So there's two things that you said that like really stuck out to me. One is that you set a boundary early, early on and he honored it. And that I think is so respectful and in integrity, like you were saying, and very much in integrity. And then two, later when the stream came to you, you followed it to the right place so that you could be present for the conversation. 
And now you're saying like, we had to do all this growth work. What did the growth process look like when you just first started dating? I'm so curious to hear more about um, your experience as an avoidant attachment or identifying as that, because it's so rare that we get to like really talk with people who can, um, say that about themselves without feeling any sort of shame and then um to hold it and to bring it forth and to work with it that's like so fucking rad that you're doing that yeah so the biggest thing for me around that was that his energy was so open like like I said it like was it was a match right our frequencies matched up our chakras aligned all that woo woo shit yeah. like happened you collided and, <laughs> and yes and it was it was overwhelming for me it was really hard uh, because I never ever in my life have received as much love as I did when we first met and so I had to go through this process of really receiving it like really practicing receiving the love and receiving the affection and the affirmation and everything that came with it. And it was very challenging for me because I just like, again, like I'd never been met in that way in my life. And so it was very foreign to me um, to be received, like, because I, you know, I've been more open and more heart centered for several years now. And so my ability to give love has been flowing and abundant and, open but on the other hand it was it wasn't so much right and so uh so yeah so there there was definitely a lot of push and pull a lot of push and pull a lot of like oh I think I need space right now or no then I'm gonna come closer you know so like this back and forth of trying to find the balance of you know what what felt good and what felt right and what felt safe Mm. I'm getting that you are both really embodied it just sounds like that to me even the way you're moving in your chair like forward and back and it sounds like he really met you he could move forward maybe when you move back and maybe not too much though not to like chase you down so you're like I'm out of here but just enough so that you feel seen and I'm super curious how did you on a really nitty-gritty detailed level how did you open to receive his love how do you do that you know still in practice how are you doing yeah. that I know people can relate to that I can relate to that yeah totally and I I will say like our energies have shifted a lot from when we first met uh and I'm not doing the practices that I used to do and so uh the energy that I bring is a lot different than what it used to be but it's, it's interesting to watch like how, how both of our energies have morphed over that period of time and that they still come into alignment and matching of, you know, of just the spaces. And so it's like, we're, we're, I almost feel like we're like, we're evolving in such a way. I've never met anybody that like, we're on this trajectory with each other that just, balances out and I'm currently actually uh oh joking I was with a friend earlier today too and talking about this and we're both like in avoidant recovery so (laughs) so I'm actually working through my avoidant tendencies right now and uh (laughs) and so that's a whole other process but yeah it's been 
it's been very enlightening and it's brought up all my triggers and all my stuff and all my wounds and everything are like coming out in this process. And so it's not, it's not an easy process by any means, but it's very healing. And it's very like, as I, as I move closer, it's like, there's like these waves of, of space where we drop into deeper intimacy and then I'm still like taking steps back from it. And so I'm learning, uh, not to run and hide uh, so much from that when it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's, that's my like super old pattern of just like, I'm going to go like take space over here for a while. And <laughs> Can you track that back to early childhood or something like that? Is that. Yeah. Experience it? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's so beautiful to me that you're taking the, to me, it's courageous just to be like, oh, this is so messy. And I'm still going to go look in there and see what's in there and take it all out. And inside of my relationship, you know, acknowledge it, but then also take it home with you and, and work with it yourself. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So where are you now that you're, you know, you're working through that? I'm, I'm assuming he's working, he knows about it and he's working through it with you and he's doing his own work. He sounds really a great guy. Catch. <laughs> we, we both have similar career paths and fields. And so it makes it a little bit easier to navigate that because we are, you know, on similar paths and we are wanting to grow and wanting to look at things. And so uh, in these deeper ways, you know, and so that's been really, really helpful. And, you know, there's, there's still things that is, are muddy and that are icky and not, you know, not fun to look at. And yet, you know, we're diving in there and sorting it all out. And <laughs> yeah. Well, well tell yeah. us about your career and, and also how it intersects when it does. Yeah, totally. And so uh, I'm an empowerment and embodiment and alignment coach. And so I bring into that space a lot of spirituality and spiritual energetic tools uh, that bring people into greater truth, greater just authenticity and alignment in their path. And so in that space, like, I feel like, you know, as a transformational container, I'm super into transformational containers in themselves. It's all about intention, right? And so um, whatever the intention is that you're seeking in that container, when we step into it with each other is what will manifest, right? And so it's really important to be super clear about what, what you want and what you want to get out of it and that you're willing to do that and that you trust that this is, you know, this is going to work and it's going to happen. And so uh, it's really about finding your full yes and, you know, and trusting that and taking that leap of faith. And so when we go into those containers and those spaces, like a lot of shedding happens and a lot of just, you know, shedding skin and moving forward and creating space, creating openings, like letting go of the past and what doesn't serve you and really coming into 
what you know you might not have thought was possible before and so you know I love uh, working in manifestation and creation and just playing with with really edgy stuff that people um, don't always believe is real and so mm -hmm. that's like my passion right and that's like the core of energy healing and theta healing I'm a theta healing practitioner and so you know the bottom and core of that is unconditional love but mm -hmm. the greater piece and the piece that is really the expansive piece is that anything is possible right and so if we get out of our heads and we get out of you know our old stories and our traumas and our fears and all of that stuff then we're creating space for whatever you want to imagine right and so whether that's finding greater love, you know, being met in relationship, uh, being able to have, you know, what you really want in those spaces, which mm. is better passion, greater sex, like whatever it is, right? It's like all of that is available to you at all times. All you have to do is believe it and trust it. And so, you know, if you're ready to accept that as a possibility, then, you know, you can step into those spaces, right? And you can create life that you really want and you know just have whatever magic that's there for you and uh in that space i'm super geeky about uh you probably maybe have heard about like quantum leaping and you know tell us, like, tell us. what is that okay so it's basically when you jump from one reality into another one i totally believe in that <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's like when you raise your frequency and you create a space of surrender into like super deep present moments, then anything is possible. Like that's the container and the energy that you want to, to really hone into that magic of being in the moment and being in that space of, you know, when you're super present, that's when all the presents come. Right. <laughs> and so you can receive all the presence of being present. And uh, yeah, it's, it can be mind blowing at times of, of what's possible. And uh, I've actually personally come into a lot of spaces with that where I created new realities that I wasn't actually ready for, or I didn't, I realized like, I was like, oh, I thought I wanted this, but I don't. And so I would, I'd be like, okay, universe, I'm gonna send this back. That was fun to play <laughs> with and moving on to the next thing so i mean you know so it's it's fun to to experiment with that and to see what you can like make as possible and it truly is a gift to be in that space of of possibility and to play in those realms and uh, some people call me a magician of sorts it's an archetype right and so yeah. Uh, that's uh, a big piece of what I embody. And so I, I like to make jokes that I'm a genie in a bottle. Meet me, they can just rub me the right way and they get what <laughs> they want. So <laughs> that's awesome. You're like a, it's Abraham Hicks would say, oh, we're soon enough. We're going to have to teach you de-manifestation courses because you'll get so much. You'll be like, no, send it back. No more. You're like at that level of expertise for manifestation. That's so cool. Yeah. And of course, people want to learn from someone who actually knows how to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I love Abraham Hicks. So you I, do. Follow, I follow her a lot. 
<clears throat> yeah, she's amazing. I got to see her live uh, last year, the year before. Yeah. So yeah, she's definitely one of my idols and where, I, where I've like really learned a lot about alignment is through mm. her. So she's brought a lot of gifts and teachings into my world. I learned so well through story and I'm wondering if you could tell us a story of a client you've worked with of course you can change their names for their privacy or yourself or your partner where you've seen you know the before and then the transformation because you're the container for that and then what what they created and of course it's ongoing if we're still alive I'm pretty sure and maybe even after but I would love to hear kind of a arc if you're open to that. Totally. Yeah. I have a really good story around that, that of a client that I've worked with twice now and over a span of a year, uh, I've worked with her for about six months. Uh, and whew, she basically went like she flipped completely in so many ways and I'll just highlight some of the big things that happened that I've seen her go through and like in in our containers and then beyond um because it kept kept she kept growing and everything just you know she she really truly uh you know came with clarity on what she was seeking and it happened and it's really amazing to watch someone that went from uh, she's a, was a freelance, um, video marketer and she did videos for people and created different platforms for people to get, um, you know, more viewings online and stuff like that. And she, uh, she was working for herself as a contractor and was just making $3,000 a month and initially hired me basically like a, as a mindset coach and, and to really, you know, just keep her on track and to help her grow her business in the ways that I show up. And she went from making 3000, um, to over 10 in one month of us working and then continued on. And by the end of our first container that we were working together, like the week after, um, we ended our container. She landed uh, her first $20,000 client and had built her business to, I believe, nine employees at that point. Oh. And so, yeah, so she had built her business um, pretty far. And that, that number might be a little off because it's, it's been a while now, but, uh, but yeah, she grew her business super fast super super fast and um basically just like came to this like you know really big leap and moment and ambition and then fast forward to the second time that we worked together uh and uh she was consistently uh maintaining these numbers and going up higher actually and so uh we were able to get her to a pretty high place at that point when she actually had a turn in her goals and decided she didn't want to keep growing it. 
and and so it was a it was a moment for her to like kind of step back and be like okay like I think I'm ready to to take care of myself more in different ways and to just have more freedom um, with my time and expression and ability to work on other creative projects that she had been really wanting to do and so um, so it did shift a bit um, but the other piece that uh, I want to mention around this too is that she was married when I met her. And when we started working together, she was in this process of uncertainty around her marriage. And uh, I saw her go from a place of just immense struggle in her relationship and not being met, just so many like big differences in goals and what they were trying to do in their lives um, that, you know, eventually uh, they ended up uh, getting divorced mm -hmm. and this last uh, time that we worked together um, she was going through her divorce and um, since then we've actually stayed in touch and had we had a session together probably about a month ago and she was meeting um, meeting a guy that she'd known for a while uh, again, in a space of dating, like they had previously been just friends. And so they, they were going on dates. They'd been going on dates for maybe a month at that point. And she was really like realizing like this guy was meeting her in so many ways that this other one didn't. So it was like, she was coming into alignment with what she really wanted in relationship. And we worked, we actually, the last session that we did together was around um, like preparing herself. Like she was basically bringing like everything that she wanted and she was showing up with, with that. And when she went to go meet him, she had her list of like, <laughs> this is what I'm, what this is what I need. It yeah. was really cool. So she had like ultimate clarity and just you know, and, and, and the funny thing was like, she was really nervous about it, but she still did it. And she ended up being met by, you know, by what she shared to him. So it was really cool to watch experience. Yeah. I do hear from people that go through divorce that even, even when it's really difficult or hard, or it feels very scary to leave a relationship or be left in a relationship, if there's any of that dynamic, that it's, usually the best thing that ever happened to them once they get through it and they you know it opens the space to find somebody who actually meets them in the way that they want to be met if they're practicing that alignment and I'm curious of course what's what's what is her secret what did, what tools did you give her in there that helped her get into that epic alignment of three to 20k months that's insane. And then, you know, exiting the relationship to find a new relationship that suits her better. Totally. Yeah. So one of the huge things that we worked through together uh, was around her stories and beliefs and connections and like a deep tie and deep chain to her relationship with her mom. And so I feel when people want to have like mega growth, like there's all these stories of the past and childhood stuff that comes up around it. And a lot of times it's parents. Sometimes it's, you know, a sibling or somebody else in the family or, you know, previous 
ancestral, you know, ties like that. Uh, and other times it's, you know, it's, it's interesting to, to look at when something affects you so deeply and it can be something so subtle mm-hmm. or so just, you know, passing in the moment, something that just lands with you that um, creates these scenarios in our head that we're not good enough to receive or people with money are not you know good people whatever it is like there's all these stories and dialogue that get in the way from us to really grow and expand in those ways and so when we learn to release those and let go of those we we don't have anything holding us back anymore right so it creates that freedom to move forward and so that was that was a big piece for it and really just trusting it too and trusting that you know what's showing up for you is what you what you're here for and that you're ready to receive it and that you can like you can hold it and you can cherish it and you can be in that space and you you know you I think there's there's levels of doubt that come up even in that process there's levels of doubt that come up in different moments. And so well, when you're willing to, to look at those and, and let go of them and know that those aren't serving you and they're not, you know, they're not playing out in your reality and affecting what you're doing in your life, then you can, you can keep going. Right. And so uh, really just going into the old programming that creates that and digging into where, the deeper layers of that are at your core mm. uh, and then around you know relationship uh yeah it's really about coming into greater greater self-love and acceptance and self-worth right and so i feel many times we tolerate things for too long <laughs> that. And, and we tolerate them and then we tolerate them and then the universe will throw something else challenging in the mix and be like are you still hanging on to that like why are you still hanging on to that we're gonna make this really hard for you and so (laughs) there's like this evolution with it where if you continue to tolerate something that is not serving and not alignment not integrity with who you are then it's it's going to fester it's like a little tumor that's just continuing to grow and until we address that and really make the shift and say no to that, then, uh, you know, it'll continue to be there. And so I really feel that as you come into your truth and, you know, of who you are and what you need in your life, uh, that you'll come into that deeper knowing and trust that whatever is there that isn't serving is, is not what you need and it's time to let it go. So, Yeah. What's one piece of guidance or advice that you have for somebody, our bright lights out there that are listening and are like, I need more money in my bank account, or I want the love of my life in my life. What would you tell them if they came to you with those issues? Totally. Yeah. I feel most of the time people are afraid to go bigger, afraid to ask for more. And so they hide in these spaces there's the avoidant coming in right <laughs> like they go hide they're like uh, i'm okay over here you can't see me i don't need anything i don't have any needs at all like i'm totally fine and and content where i am right 
And when you start to like peel that back, and it's almost like you're like playing with that desire and temptation of like, are you sure you don't want that? Are you sure you don't want that? And it's like, you know, when you come into your truth of like, well, it would be nice if I had this other thing or this other, you know, piece of clothing or this car or whatever it is that, you know, you were avoiding the truth of like what you really desire when you can mm. embody what you are really seeking, that's when it can start to come in, right? And so it's really about owning mm. owning that in yourself and coming into that greater awareness and creating that. And so um, I love to work with expansive questions and to give space for growth, right? And so if we're playing small and if we're playing in these spaces of scarcity and fear, then we're shutting down. Like we're not in a space of expansion. We're not in a space of growth. We're not in a space of receiving. And so when you start to open those layers and awaken the body and the mind and soul and spirit and all of that and, and invite play into the space, play is, you know, just another energetic way of creating abundance, then it can be invited in and it's safe. It's like, oh, okay, this feels good. I like this, you know, and the more that it comes in, the more it can, you know, ebb and flow and, and grow. Hmm. So. so I could start just by saying, my mind might say, no, that's too big. But I could say, what if, what if I had a home in Maui? What if I um, had a podcast <laughs> with millions of listeners? And then from there, my mind might be like, no, that's too scary. It's too big. Please shut it down. Like, uh. but I can just entertain the idea as like a game with myself. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's a big piece of it is inviting it in. And so mm. inviting it in and then noticing what, what stories come up, right. And what mm, plays okay. out. And when, when we're in a space of wanting to manifest something, it's really important to look at the future of this manifestation. And so what I mean by that is going into that future space of, Hey, let's, t let's play with the idea that this happened that you received mm. that home in Maui. Mm. So, so if it happened, that? <laughs> sure, let's do it. Why not? I'm, I want it. So let's do it. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we can go into Theta. Do you want to go into Theta? I mean, we could do <laughs> I'm it. I'm open but... to it. If you're open to it, I don't want to, uh, I want to respect and honor your work, which I know is a lot. So if you're open to okay. it and you want to, I'm down okay. to go wherever you want to go. And I respect your work and I know people pay good money for that work too. <laughs> so, so I'll just, I'll break it down as much as I can. And so yes. when, when we go into a manifestation and we go into the, it's like the future vision, right? We're going into the future of this experience of receiving it. And so we go into all the nuances, all the details of what that looks like. And you really mm. embody that receiving so whatever your Maui house looks like, the feeling of it, like what it brings you, what it smells like, like what it tastes like. I mean, all the sensory perceptions of what that vision brings you is what we go into. And then we invite the story around that too. It's like, okay, like now that you've received this, now that you've come into this space, like 
you know, how is your family? How are your mm -hmm. friends? Like what, what stories are they telling you? What are they saying about you receiving this? Like you find all the different elements of who you are and what possible, uh, you know, stories that might limit you from actually receiving this thing. So mm -hmm. if it, if you have a story that like, oh, my best friend is going to hate me and she's going to be so jealous if I receive this house and she's going to be so mm -hmm. envious and there's going to be all this competitive noise, whatever it is, right? Then that might be something that blocks you from receiving it. You're like, oh, I value this friendship so much that I, I just won't allow myself to receive this because I don't want our friendship to be on the line, right? And so when you go into Theta, and we, we notice these things and they come up in the session, then we can actually do work in the present moment that will shift the future. And so mm -hmm. it will shift the future of receiving uh, to where it's in, a, it's in a more allowing and receptive space. And so when that does happen, it's not overwhelming. It doesn't impact you negatively. You don't freak out. You don't have these feelings of, oh, I don't actually deserve this. If you had mm. 30 million followers tomorrow, like, would you actually be able to handle that physically, mentally, emotionally? You know, like if there was a huge quantum leap in your life, like what stories would come up? What would prevent you from actually receiving that, right? And so like these things are, can be really overwhelming. They can be super yeah. scary. Like, it's like, oh, I want that. But then when you embody it, like, you're like, oh my God, this is too much. You know, like there, there's a lot of that that can happen. Oh, sorry. I, I wish I hadn't cut you off, but it looks in your body like it creates this tension when there's a future that say you manifested it tomorrow. And then there's the you that manifested that thing that has all the stories still. It's like this huge tension that gets pulled even on your body. Right, right. Yeah, because you're stretching it, right? And you're stretching all the parts of yourself when you're growing. And so you have to be in this space of resiliency and this space of um, just ebb and flow uh, to be able to be like elastic, you know, essentially to, to grow with that, right? And sometimes our minds can grow faster than our bodies. And so we have to integrate them so they can keep up with us. <laughs> <laughs> so you know those are really important pieces to all of this experience and yeah being able to uh create wholeness and congruency in every part of yourself so it matches up is super important and in your work it sounds like you create this play opportunity for people to experience what it would be like if they had the result and then they can get their mind and their beliefs and their values and their body all caught up to the manifestation and then it can quantum leap to the manifestation that they're creating exactly Did i get it yes this is very yeah. enlightening <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. oh well i have one more question for you after this one but first yeah. i just want to ask um how can people find you what's the best way that they can connect with you if they want to do this work with you totally so 
Yeah, honestly, my Facebook is probably the best way because I I have a lot of different ways that I connect with people, but that's my favorite way of connecting because I use my personal page as my business page on there. And so if you look up my name, I'm happy to add you on there and reach out with you. Uh, I also have a website at sasharosecoaching.com. And uh, my email is abundance at sasharosecoaching.com. So those are multiple ways of, of connecting. And I also have an Instagram that I'm, I'm, I'm getting more active on these days than I have been. Uh, so it's the same tag, Sasha Rose Coaching. So feel free to reach out to me in any of those ways and follow me as well. It'd be amazing to connect. So perfect. I will put all of those contact points in the show notes so people can grab them. And my final question is borrowed from Lewis Howes. I love his podcast. And he asks, if all your books and all your content and everything was gone and you had to take it all with you when you left, but you could leave three truths on the planet for people to access, what are your three truths? Okay. Uh, the first one, this one like came right off the top, is uh, everything that you want is right underneath your nose. I love mm. that one. It's like a huge spiritual teaching that shows again and again and again, like what you want is is seeking you as well. And so it's there. It's there for you. Uh, and then the second one, since I, I have to go to the heart and the theme of love is love is all you need right love is the answer <laughs> really i'm going to change yeah. that to love is the answer at the root of all there is is love right and so every time something comes up like <laughs> that's it right <laughs> it's 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 yeah it's so so simple and yet so effective and so important so and then let me think of the third one hmm I might just say something completely random with this one but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with laughter is is such important and huge medicine because mm. it's it saved me so many times in my life and it's really embodying you know the energy of play around that and it really taking that in uh especially with everything that we're going through right now in the world it's so important for us to still find our play through all of this just intensity of mm. just stress and shifts and just icky things that are happening in the world right now mm -hmm. so laugh shake your body out oh, yeah find the pleasure yeah. even in all the stresses i love that yeah oh well sasha this has been such a pleasure thank you for shining your light so bright and for being here for everybody for everybody out there all you bright lights i just want you to know that you can find more information and this full podcast at my Patreon account. If you search a light in the universe on Patreon, or you can go to patreon.com 
slash Ellen Pierce music and you'll find us there. So thank you, Sasha. This is so great. Oh, anything else you want to tell everybody before we go? Uh, I just want to extend gratitude to you for inviting me on. And this was a really fun topic to dive into. And I'm looking forward to more conversations yeah. around this. So thank you. Masi, masi, mas. Thank you. I received that. Mm, feels so good. <laughs> okay, we're out. Cool. <laughs>